Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome to AKA Pads Audio Audacity. This is where I obsessively talk about movies. I tell you what I see in the movie. I tell you why it's important. I tell you if it's good or bad. I give you reasons to watch the movie because I really feel like most movies should be watched. But this is really a love letter to film and cinema in the process of filmmaking. And right here, right now, we're doing a mad dash. We're still on Netflix, and Netflix dropped a bomb a few weeks ago. It was called Kate. K-A-T-E. Kate, Kate, Kate. And this movie, this mother effing movie blew ya boy away because I had no idea. I had no idea. I love these Netflix drops. I don't even know they're coming. I sit down and get my hair blown away. Let's hit that intro. People, it is autumn, it is sunny, and we have the 31 Days of Dread coming towards us. And I am so behind on my Netflix movies. I'm so stressed out. I've been on the comic book deadline. I want to do a huge Netflix drop. Just I want to watch and record, watch and record, release, 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 and then hit the 31 Days of Dread starting with uh, either a Netflix movie or a uh, James Gunn movie. Not a James Gunn movie. James James Wong. Mr. Wong. Okay? We know what movie that is. HBO Max. One of those two things. Okay? We're, we're, I'm way ahead of myself. Have you seen John Wick? Have you seen Atomic Blonde? Have, have you seen the what, Nobody? Have you seen these movies? Because all of these movies, including Kate, are copying each other. It's the John Wick effect. John Wick went into into like the the minds of every single filmmaker and said, "You have to make a movie like this." And the more unknown you are, well, the more of a chance you have to follow my lead. And that's where Kate is. Cedric Nicholas Tryon. That's our director. You know him. From 2016's The Huntsman's uh, Winter's Way, right? Winter's War. Jeez. <laughs> I love the first one of that. The, the Snow White and The Huntsman. What a legit, amazing movie. I, I don't recall anything about the sequel, but the look of it all, I, mean, I don't care. I think this dude is insanely talented. Insanely talented. The set pieces, the way how they constructed these scenes, visually, it's fantastic, fantastic to look at. Uh, we we have one of the like most beautiful people on uh, planet Earth, starring as Kate Mary Elizabeth. Uh, I believe does she used to bang Logan Paul? I I, I kind of right. Is she from like Shield? I don't know. There's a whole stretch in this movie where she looks just like Ripley from Alien. And then you kind of try and dig up a picture of Ripley and Alien. And you, you don't find anything that uh, looks like it. So there you go. We have neon. We have uh, what they call bisexual lighting. You know, that blue fading into that pink. And I don't know. Visually, we've seen this before. Action sequence wise, we've seen this stuff before. But it's a hell of a fun movie to watch. 
you root for Kate, you root for this girl, Ani. There was like this uh girl that she was sent to kill to rescue. She's she has her now. Woody Harrelson is her handler. He's setting her up. You know, these are nothing but tropes. We're in tropeville. And it doesn't matter because tropes help us read a movie. It's good to sit down and be able to you know, to do a little bit of a brain dump, but still be thrilled to kind of know what to expect and to know what the beats are because we are in trope verse. This style of filmmaking, or like I would say like filmmaker audience, filmmaker viewer relationship, this type of relationship, it's very valuable because it's also accessing our film knowledge, the things we know about movies, and it's honoring it. And and man, like the, like the, these ideas and these things about everything needing to be original and great, and it just can't be fun. And who the hell gives a crap? And you want a hot babe killing rooms full of men and there's so many of those sequences there's one like bathhouse scene that's amazing the final fight at the end is amazing there's an alley chase amazing with one of the best kills where she she's like between these alley walls and she shoots a guy from above and drops down really insane stuff she's dying she needs to like take these shots but she only has about like eight hours of shots like left so she will die, like they set that up, but she's on this mission. We have a walking into the lobby, killing everyone sequence, a la The Matrix. It doesn't matter. It is awesome. She looks fantastic in this movie. She gets bloodier, scarred up. Her eye turns a color, you know, from the cataracts. This is nothing but cool shit. And then everyone hates this freaking movie. They hate it. I don't think I've seen one good like review pop up about this thing. What I, am I in, like Willy Wonkaville or or like am I like eating uh, goofballs all day and I'm out of my mind, or am I like the only one willing to say, I had a good time. This is great. Uh, thank you, Netflix. <laughs> I feel like that with almost everything, but people. You have to go check out this movie. This movie is fantastic. Coming up on episode 384, we have uh, another babe killing people movie that I, you know, wasn't so much into, but I kind of watched it again and got a little bit more into it because it's like, reminded me so much of a Barry Seinfeld movie, just because the characters are so like wonky in it. There you go. Two wonky references. There you go, kids. Uh, put that one down in your AKA pad audio audacity journal, but it's, uh, what's it? Bombshell milkshake. No gunpowder, milkshake, gunpowder, gunpowder, milkshake. One of those, that's our next movie. Yes. And that is a Netflix movie. And yes, it's full of good looking, beautiful people again. Like, and why, why is that like a, um, like, you know, like, uh, like a criteria, like we, we don't really say that anymore. It's it's perfectly okay to like a movie because it's full of beautiful people. And I don't know. I think this movie, I think this guy, I think Cedric here, g- give him another movie, like, right away. I don't understand this. Um, like, is it the pipeline? Is it the studio? But Netflix has so, so, so many 
like one-off filmmakers that are really slow with their next movie. Uh, I feel like Cedric here is very much like that. And I don't know. I mean, where is this quest? Where is this like pursuit to uh, master your craft, to be known for your craft, to be admired for your craft? Where is that pursuit? Is that like there anymore? Or, you know, like is Netflix and Marvel just like a master of, of cherry picking people? And streamlining them somewhat into a process. Because you can compare the way how this movie is made. Very, very much. Very much. Like how the, they criticize the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies of being made. Which are kind of formulaic, cookie cutter. And there seems to be a formula. I think there's the, this impression of a formula. But this movie does follow even visually. Like when you see certain visuals. It, like again the sequence at the end. You know, uh, there's a fight sequence and it's a very swanky, like, penthouse suite. These are beats. These are sequences. Uh, you know, bathhouse, like, you know, just like John Wick. There's, but it doesn't matter. You know, like, the bathhouse, you can replace that with the, the biker bar troupe from the 80s and 90s movies. But I don't think it matters. I just don't. I think it makes the movie entertaining. I think if it, if things are well made, if there's a, a, a good level of intent, sure. And it's okay. It's perfectly okay that this movie has a woman kicking butt because whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know some people don't buy that. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think this time it's right on the fence. It's right there. And I do believe it works. Everyone, check out Kate. We got another babe, assassin babe killing people, rocking and rolling. And then we're, I'm going to try and do a run of the Netflix dramas, depending on where I'm at building everything into the 31 Days of Dread. I would love to get ahead of the 31 Days of Dread this year. So we'll, we'll take it from there. Everyone, I love you.